Hello. 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 We're back again. Took us a second. But we're here. But we're here. And that's what's important. That it is. <laughs> that we it? show up. We always show up. Except we the weeks where we're just like, we're not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since we've done that. It really has. And we've, we've been, been doing good. multiple a week. Yes. I remember one time when, uh, you know, for in, I would say in the 2014 to 2017 range, yeah. you know, we would try to do it every week. But there would be some weeks where it wouldn't happen. I mean. And uh, we would get questions just being like, why are the videos so inconsistent? <laughs> Well, no one can say that shit now because, darling, we are consistent. Hey, 2021, 2020 through 2021 has been the most consistent two gay mats era. Hey, and we've gotten a lot of subscribers, not to toot, but I feel like consistency is key. I guess con- that's what Adele I says. know. Us. Guys, art reflects life. It's true. She in wrote such ways. That whole line was about us. That all of woman like me is about us. <laughs> That'd be surprising. Everybody, welcome back to the Two Gay Mats podcast. It's Matt Palmer. And it's Matt Steele. We're back again. Another weekly podcast available. It's in your ears or on your eyes right now. How are you, Matt Steele? I am thankful. Yes. Because it is the time to be thankful. It's your favorite. Which is every time. Your favorite time of year. Yeah. <laughs> favorite so, holiday. Totally my favorite. For those Matt of you who Steele. don't know, Matt Steele, who is usually like... Th- I'm not going to say you're not a happy person, but ah! Matt Steele's usually the more chipper person of the two gay mats. That is what you think if you're, this is your first video watching. <laughs> if you watch and pay attention, you'll see. To the nuance. Yeah, yes. the nuance is there. There is a nuance to Matt Steele. Absolutely. But at first glance, Matt Steele is the more chipper, Sure, I would say. Sure. Um, but Matt Steele is also a giant Thanksgiving Grinch. The third person is wild. I must say, you've said Matt Steele several times. <laughs> Listen, the people need minute. to know. They, they, yes. they love a third person of moment. Course. Um, but yeah, Matt Steele is not <laughs> the most into Thanksgiving. I'm kind of just like, this is fine. I don't know. Like a holiday that is literally just revolving around food is kind of just like, this isn't real. Like this isn't a real <laughs> holiday. And people are like, well, it's just like a time to be thankful. And it's like, well, I can do that any time of year. Can I mean, I? I the food itself is just so good. Of course. Like very in. But you can also cook that meal whenever you want. Do you cook that meal whenever you want? Well, no, I don't cook anything whenever <laughs> I because I don't ever want to cook. Well, yes, I feel like it just is a special occasion. It's a nice tradition. You know, I, I get why people like it. It's not like my, it's no Christmas. Hello. Oh, oh my God. Let's like, not be ridiculous. Let, but there is a, I think it's nice. Uh, yeah, sure. It's nice. It's yeah. nice when there's coming. It's just, I, it, it annoys me so much when people stress out so much about Thanksgiving mm. and they're just like, oh, if I, if this one thing goes wrong, the holiday will be ruined and everything it's like have you ever like had a bad thanksgiving meal where you're just like oh this ruined my ho- this squash ruined my holiday it's <laughs> not like- completely ruined but i will say the first time i went to thanksgiving in a place that was not my house the meal was shocking <laughs> shocking? <laughs> shocking how so it just you know and no judgment i appreciate being taken in you know as i was but it was just like this is not the meal that I am used to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, was it shocking, like, objectively bad? Or, like, was it just, like, this isn't what I'm used to? It was, I, I assume it's mostly, it is what I'm used to. But it also was, like, this is wrong. <laughs> like, You're everything that's wrong. happening is wrong. Okay. But, so, I can understand the food plays a big part in this holiday. And I'm excited for it. I'm excited for the days off. I assume I'll have a half day, but my job is very weird about it. And they're like, we'll find, you'll find out the day of if you have a half day. Yeah. 
Okay. They do that every like day before a holiday. And it's like, just give us the half day so we can make plans. Yeah. And then I had to actually take the Friday off. It's like, you don't expect me to come back in and work on the Friday after Thanksgiving, do you? Oh, no, darling. Preposterous. No, no, so, no, no. This is the beginning of the Christmas season. Hello. You will be playing Mariah on loop. Uh, hello. So, yeah, I will be unavailable for work on Friday as well. I hope everyone, if anyone's watching that's at my job, knows that because I put in my PTO. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's that on that. Well, what are you doing on Thanksgiving? Like, what is On what Thanksgiving? I'm going to Jackson's family's because you know he lives right there and then the day after Thanksgiving um, my friend Janie who's been on this podcast is having a Friendsgiving at her place and I'm going to go to that and Matt Steele you're, you're traveling aren't you a traveling soldier I sure am I'm traveling to Texas oh my I'm god I'm traveling to Texas tomorrow at 6 o'clock oh in the p.m. I think you're going to fit right in it sounds like I sure will <laughs> you know I played Will Parker in Oklahoma in 11th grade wow um, but uh, I was just a sassy too okay. um, but, but no I am uh, flying to Austin because one of my best friends moved to Austin last December and he bought a house and whole rigmarole. So, you know, our group of friends is we're going out, you know, to see him and, and you know, see the house and everything he's built because he's really like built it from the ground up. Not oh. like the foundation of the house, but like he's redecorated, he's redone so much of the house. That's and amazing. So it'll be nice to see him and he's always very big on Thanksgiving. Mm. It's also always around his birthday. His birthday's uh, Friday. And so I'm, you know, gearing up for that. It's been a very busy week yeah. on uh, Tuesday. I saw a film with uh, our friend Brian, which we'll talk about. What later. film? Oh, we'll talk. About okay, right. <laughs> I assume we it's will coming talk about up. it later in the okay. podcast, yes. darling. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and what else did I do on Thursday? Of course, there was. Adele. Yes, Adele. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, it's just been a lot of gearing up because I actually, I don't think I've told you this, mm. but it, December through January, I got another job. Ooh, what job? I am working a production uh, position. I'm going to be the script supervisor oh. for a string of Fitbit promo videos. Great. That uh, Jason, the one of the uh, other producers of Devo's, the movie available now on Amazon and YouTube movies and <laughs> iTunes, which is a movie that I produced and started and wrote, um, for those of you who don't know. Everyone knows. <laughs> Not, at least there are new people. I hope you know. And so uh, he is producing these, you know, Fitbit promo videos. And he was like, you're, you have an annoying attention to detail. You'd be great at this. So I'm basically the person who watches everything. Wow. Make sure the continuity is correct and, and everything. Are you excited? That's cool. It's a new hat for you to wear. I'm excited. Yeah. So I'm going to be on set five days a week. Wow. And I'm just working my restaurant job on, you know, Sundays. Know. When did this start? This starts December 3rd. Okay. And so I'm excited for that. I've never done it before, so let's hope I don't flop. So wait, is this, would you call this a full-time job for the two months? Because well, five days a week feels like full-time job to me. Yeah, I'm, yeah. well, but it's, I mean, it will be done after like a month and a half, so it's not like full-time of right. the year, right. but, but. It's a gig. It's, it's a, a full-time gig. gig. It's a gag. It's a gag, it's darling. A gag. We're gagging for it, bitch. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's pretty much all I've done all week, besides oh. coming here on yes. Sunday, or on Saturday. Saturday. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if you, you were going to expound upon what you I were here. Outside. We had a, a brunch where we all watched Diana, the musical yes, on Netflix. We did. And and it was my, a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. My my friend uh, Ro Hartramp is Prince Charles in the Netflix version and on Broadway right now. Very proud of him. Oh my God. He's fantastic. Sounds beautiful. Does yeah. a great job. Acts his face off. Very Charles-esque. So enjoyed oh yeah enjoyed he's making out with all those women I with mean, Camilla with Camilla like scandal girl Camilla cheating on your wife 
What did you do this week? Uh, what did I, I mean, that. <laughs> I watched that. Um, I We went out to dinner in, in Atwater because it was we've been moving in and like getting stuff ready around here so much that it's like, let's stay in, let's make food here, blah, blah, blah. But we went out on the town, and by on the town, I mean across the street, and uh, had a meal on Friday, and that was really lovely. And uh, then last night, we had our first, um, we, I actually got, because I've been at my day job for five years, and I got to choose a, like a reward that I got to get sent to me for free a reward a reward just like a, a five-year gift like thank you for being spending five years with us or whatever that's nice it was nice and so we got an i got an instant pot and so we made our first instant pot like chicken with sauce moment and it was quick it was a little confusing and scary because it was new but i feel like everyone has been you know talking about the instant pot and of the all the gift options that was the only really, you know tickled my fancy the most what's an instant pot it's like uh like a the opposite of a crock pot it's like, oh, this is the Instapot. Like, you can put something in a pot to make food, and it'll happen in, like, 30 minutes. And it's like a steamer. Okay. You make a lot of different things. So okay. So you that. don't just let it simmer. It's like, no, we're going hardcore. No, yes. no, okay. no, it's a whole thing. That's how I like my food instantly. <laughs> hey, I know. Yeah. Well, this That's why opinion. I don't cook for Thanksgiving, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, gosh. You're going to be a lot of help for Fernando the days before leading oh, up to Oh, absolutely none. I hope you do I'm very good at, like, oh, do you need me to, like, put the napkins down? This is like when you offer to help with the technology when you come over here. <laughs> <laughs> I Matt Palmer, I'm just sitting here like in my spot, in my yes. mark, holding my mark, and oh Matt Palmer's just like hooking up all the wires and everything because you know he has the degree in this, and I do. I have a degree in acting and musical theater, so my job is to just stand <laughs> and look nice. And I'm always, every couple minutes, I'm just like, can I help with anything? It's and he's nice just like, no. It's just nice of you to ask because we all know the answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So should we dive into the news for idiots? Let's dive right in. Let's go. I'm right. Well, are you ready to go back to 1999? You know, just when we <laughs> thought the conservatorship is over, no more Britney news for a while. No more drama from Britney for a while. Then Britney is, has the keys to her Instagram yet again, which supposedly she had the whole time, but... She called Christina out on IG. Apparently, Christina Aguilera was at the uh, Latin Grammys, I believe, and she was asked a question about Britney's conservatorship and, like, the fact that Britney is now free near the end of, like, an interview segment with, like, all of these press people and was kind of pulled away by her handler, and her handler was like, she's not talking about this right now, and then Christina does lean back and say... Um, but I'm so happy for her. Yes. Yes, I love Br- she, uh, Britney. She absolutely says that. I'm sorry for her. Britney retweets this video and says, I love and adore everyone who supported me, but refusing to speak when you know the truth is equivalent to a lie. 13 years being in a corrupt, abusive system, yet why is it such a hard topic for people to talk about? I'm the one who went through it. All the supporters who spoke up and supported me, thank you. Yes, I do matter. It's like, yeah. It was, okay. <laughs> it's hard because it, we're we're not even a week out. I know. And we love Britney Spears. If you've listened to this podcast, if you watched our channel ever before, we love Britney yes. Spears. Yes. We want every good thing for her and she has every right to be angry. And I feel like she is angry about what happened to her. And I get that. Oh, she has absolutely every right. To- I personally feel like this pointed toward Christina was a little bit misdirected. It seems like... Any sort of famous person. And the thing is, during the conservatorship, Christina put out a whole long tweet thread about Britney's situation and how it was so wrong and all of this. She... Had was at the Latin Grammys not to discuss Britney Spears, and she was had already like ended the interview with the press people as she was being pulled away. She didn't like decide not to speak about it because it was Britney and this conservatorship thing. It just was a timing issue, and also, you know. All you really are able to do as someone not in the conservatorship yourself and being a celebrity like Christina Aguilera is, is just say, I love and support her and want what's best for her. I'm glad that 
things have turned out the way they are and that she's happy. Absolutely. And that feels like good. Like yes. Christina's on the right side of history here, right? Yeah. yeah, it's you know, she doesn't know the specifics of the legalities of it all right. and everything. So I would feel uncomfortable like making a huge giant statement about totally. the specifics of that. So all I feel like I would be able to say if I was her was just like I'm so happy for her. Exactly. You know, which is what she said. Right. So so I, I think, uh, yeah, I agree. I believe it was a little misdirected. I feel mm. like it was a little quick. Yes. And But, you know, we're figuring it out. We're all, you know what? She's getting her sea legs. And she has, again, she's very angry. And who wouldn't be angry if you oh, were yeah. Spears? But it's just, I in that clip, especially if you see the longer version where you see that the interview was kind of over when this was asked, Christina, I don't think, really did much wrong. And I'm, I'm excited and happy that she hasn't responded to this because this doesn't need to be a back and forth. And yeah, yeah. historically, Christina, like 20 years ago, of course, I did have a problem. She would talk a lot of shit in the press. She would like do a lot of bad stuff. And I really feel like she's grown up. And, you know, since she's arrived at 40, she's curbed a lot of that bad behavior and probably long ago, even prior to that. So I'm glad that she's not engaging in a public like battle of words with Britney Spears because there's no need. It's just like I love and support her. And like if that came across poorly, I, I, you know, that's not her intention. And like, let's move on. Yeah. Yeah. We can move on. We can all move on from this. Let's all move on. Uh, but Britney, more Britney stuff. <laughs> well, okay, more Britney stuff, There's ladies and gentlemen. Stuff. Hang tight. Um, did you see that she posted that she wanted to have a little girl? I thought that was nice. I want to say she said that before. She said it before, but then she posted like a picture of a like kid's on a tippy toes. Like, I'm going to try to have a baby again. Maybe it'll be a little girl. She also tweeted and Instagrammed about how, you know, um, before I go and set things straight on Oprah... I'm going to like set things straight here on Instagram and like talked a little bit about the conservatorship and like answered real questions. People would remember when she was doing that. She's like, I'm answering all those questions you have in my comments. Like, what's my favorite food? And it's like, no one asked no you one, that. No one asked that. <laughs> but-, but here they, she really was answering some questions. She feels basically like I was so embarrassed that I didn't have know how I had never seen cash and I wasn't able to drive my car. It blows my mind every day uh, I wake up and how my family and the conservatorship were able to do what they did to me. It was demoralizing and degrading. I'm not even mentioning all the bad things they did to me, which they should be in jail for. Yes, including my church going mother. So it goes on. But again, this is exhibit A of the anger. (laughs) Exhibit A for anger. (laughs) And I think it's valid. uh, But basically, I have not forgotten. And I hope they can look up tonight and know exactly what I mean. So... Free Britney doesn't mean call Britney. <laughs> that is true. It is very it's true. It's so wild. Like, I forgot that she wasn't, like, able to have cash. That's It is. When you think about all the things she couldn't do, it really is. Traumatizing. I mean. Like, I would be snapping on Christina Aguilera, too. <laughs> like, I, I, would, I would be like, everyone shut up. I know. Like, I, I don't know what I would be doing in this situation if I was her. Right. So, it's definitely understandable. Did you see that she Instagrammed after and, like, with a clip of Lady Gaga talking about the conservatorship and being like, thank you so much for Lady Gaga for, like, taking the time and saying all these nice things. I like, you made it. me cry. So... Gaga did it right. Okay. Christina did it wrong. Okay. <laughs> Let's keep the eyes out. Um, have you seen that clip today from Miss Adele? Uh, it was a clip of her ITV special mm-hmm. where she's asked about like who growing up influenced you in your life. And she talks about her teacher, Miss McDonald. And then, of course, Miss McDonald is there. And they have a tearful, you know, reuniting moment. Mm-hmm. And I watched and I got to think and I was like, is there any teacher I would react that way about that I've had? And I think the answer is no. Oh, geez. Okay. <laughs> like that? Like burst into tears? No way. I think, uh, well, you know, Adele's an emotional person. I'm emotional. I- <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. Um, I, I, 
I don't know. I feel like in the height of the moment, like she's been through so much. Just yes. not even just like, you know, getting a divorce and having a child and everything, but like yeah. she's been through so much just like career wise right. and everything that like I imagine that going back to a moment of her past and her childhood when things were so much simpler mm. a million years ago. Oh, a song. Classic. <laughs> um that would make me emotional and that would make me cry, I feel. And especially like, you know, in front of the crowd and I thought it was so funny how she immediately was just like, Oh my makeup. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she just ran on stage. Right. Who who was the guy who Alan Carr, he's a, a late night host in Britain and one of her good friends okay. and he's like very funny and okay. so he got on stage and sang I think we'll call it a piece of make you feel my love yeah she was like I'll go do my makeup go, go, go. <laughs> you're gonna sing start the song for me how do we watch that in America I want to we don't get ITV here I want to watch that whole special you gotta have the the ITV channel you gotta oh have the special uh, code the Amazon what is it fire stick I don't know <laughs> did you make all that up yeah I sure did I just threw a bunch of words I knew together well, and made it happen I want to see it and I'm like I feel like most I feel like I had a choir teacher in like elementary school, Miss Mayfield, who I really loved. And mm. she, you know, saw my talent. And uh, you know, I sang a verse of I believe I can fly at my grad the fifth grade graduation when I was in fourth grade, and then I sang the entire Mariah Carey's Butterfly for our fifth grade graduation. Of course. Uh, but every other teacher I've at least a music teacher I've had since then, either like didn't like like we didn't have a relationship or they were like actively my enemy. <laughs> oh my God. You know me. It's like if you've wronged me, you're on the bad list. <laughs> you're on the bad list. Like we're not, there's no coming back from this. Like, yeah. So those are at least my artistic, t- like the other teachers I had probably could pick them out of the lineup. I just don't know. Oh These my God. are not things that stick with me. I remember every, I remember my entire class, like school schedule from sixth grade onward. That's insane, what class it was, who the teacher was, no who was way. in my class, what room it was in, what I learned. Uh, elementary school, the actual schedules, you know, varied Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday and everything. But like, I remember all my teachers and who was in my class all throughout elementary school and everything. I had wonderful teachers. I love them all. I mean, I mean I'm still like close, you know, with my my fifth grade teachers, uh, like Mrs. Richards, Miss Donovan and, and Miss Latini and uh, Miss Petrowski, my fourth grade teacher who taught me how to twirl a baton. And, um, you know, and my kindergarten teacher, Miss McCallum, Miss Shellick, Miss Rich. Ms. All right. Marley. All right. Enough. You know, like no one needs to hear all the name of your all teachers. Of all right. That's enough. A. B. That's really weird (laughs) you know I'm good at remembering the past I do know but I'm like this all just these are people it happened I wish them all the best I want them to be happy in their lives they created you they did not (laughs) I was fully fucking formed bitch I created my damn self okay (laughs) so I mean we love I mean it's not to say if you're a teacher out there we of course love you but I just I just didn't have that kind of personal teacher connection okay Okay. Best of luck to all the teachers. Well, out there. I love it when she asked the teacher. She was just like, "Are you still teaching?" I and know. the teacher's like, "No, no." <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, just dancing, just dancing." <laughs> you know, I would like if I was a teacher. I bet all those teachers are watching, being like. I wish I could quit my teaching job and just dance. I mean, she was like, no, I'm not doing that either. <laughs> I'm just, I'm taking care of my kids. Uh, I also love that Adele got Spotify to remove the shuffle button as like the default play button on the album. Truly iconic. Iconic. Also, how is it the default play button on an album? It's like, I... That is crazy. I create a playlist of, you know, just like random show tunes and everything, and I'm fine with shuffling that and everything. Yes. But um, an album? But uh, if you... I, if you go, if your instinct is to go to an album and hit shuffle, you are 
truly psychotic. <laughs> like, what is wrong with I you? I agree. They're telling, and Adele's right, they're telling a story. There's a reason the track listing is the way it is. And I guess I never clicked that button anyways. I always just clicked the first track on the album. So I didn't realize that was the default. I didn't know that was a uh, button on an album either, like That's an album screaming. Crazy. The, the, the power that I this know. woman has. <laughs> of course she, she does. She like, uh, Spotify. Um, this is the one I thing I, I want. I don't like the <laughs> I don't like the shuffle. Can we get rid of the shuffle? And she did it. Oh, queen. She, she's going to sell a million copies her first week, just so we're all clear. Who does that? In 2021, just Taylor and Adele, honestly. Truly wild. And Adele, I think Taylor sold 605,000 albums of an album she put out 10 years ago. Crazy. Craziness. Crazy. Good God, how much money do they have? I just, I mean, there's no way to know, but it's a lot. Uh, and then her one night only special here officially drew 9.9 million viewers where she premiered um, Hold On and Love is a Game. Has Have your feelings about the album changed? Have you listened to it anymore besides the initial reaction? Um, I've really, really gotten into uh, Strangers by Nature. Oh, it's great I song. just think musically just like so gorgeous and I'm just obsessed with everything she did it's musically gorgeous. with it. Um, uh, 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 Woman Like Me is still my favorite, I have to say. Oh, interesting. Woman Like Me is still... More than To Be Loved? I mean, to be loved is so great, but I like know. woman like me to me is just like, it just it just gets wow. It just, get, it just gets him, whoever he is. I, and I saw a comment on one of our videos saying I actually think this is about Skepta, who was a boyfriend she had after her husband. I was like, oh, that makes sense. Okay, so maybe it was not about her husband. We'll so we'll have to ask her when she's on the show. I think about both of them. All right, when I hear it, yeah, and see who's lazy. Husband and Skepta. Skepta, yes. Skepta. <laughs> I'm skeptical. Oh, about Skepta. did you watch that performance of To Be Loved where she's just sitting in front of her MacBook and she just sings? I that? still haven't watched it. No. <gasps> Un. Okay. It's like you better sing. Just sitting on a and couch. And it's just she blows like it's mostly just peaking vocals because she's too loud for the computer, obviously. But she just <laughs> so it sounds sitting like sitting there. It's just crinkly and so blown out. But like, man, you are really. And it's like remember when we said, "Wow, of course she's not going to sing through the whole song." It's like, oh wait, no, she can. So if she can there, she's just she saying can do she'd it. Get too emotional because like it's about her real life and it's so vulnerable. But like whatever. Wear your heart on your sleeve. We want that. If you need to like take a breath and stop the tears, get your makeup done in between verses. Hello. Remember when <laughs> Kelly did piece by piece on Idol and choked oh. up? And she was just like, I'm sorry, I'm just so pregnant. <laughs> that was so great. She's great. <laughs> I wonder what, like, I assume there's going to be like a piece by piece by piece on the new album because there was the piece by piece ending was very much like ex-husband who shall not be named. You were the person that fixed me and like oh. my my father was like, this is a father and he was so bad, but I know you'll never leave. You'll never ask for money. I just thought about that. She said, you never ask for money. Oh, oh, and then he... He did and is. Oh, no. Ugh. Oh, God, I'm devastated. I, that just came to me. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring the mood down. <laughs> I did I not. I didn't even think of, after hearing Merry Christmas to the one I used to know, just thinking about peace, where she was back in, what was it, 2016, Peace by Peace came yeah, out? Yeah, something like that. Oh my God. Oh my okay. God. Well, How things can change. It's very true. And so much for of, Kelly and so little for me. Speak- <laughs> <laughs> I'm still sitting here. Well, speaking of things changing, mm. huge news, everybody. Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello, whose name I didn't just forget, <laughs> have broken up. You know? You know? You know? Love is a game. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, I, you know, I'm sure they're they're young, they're attractive, they'll be fine. I worry not for I worry either not of them. For either of it them. seems like, you know, they're still cool with each other. Yeah. They posted the same message. They Wasn't did. it the same the message? Very, I mean, that was PR. They're like, uh, we're going to yeah. get a message together. And it was like, hey, guys, we've decided to end our romantic relationship, but our love for one another as humans is stronger than ever. We started our relationship as best friends and we'll continue to be best friends. We so appreciate your uh, support from the beginning and moving forward. Um, yeah, I, yeah, and I also am like, guys, if if you're one of those people out there who's like, oh, guess now we can come out. Like, a, everyone said that, and it's not funny. And like, yeah. b, just like let this boy leave this boy alone. Yeah, like let him be who he wants to be and do what he wants to do, and like and date who he wants to date. date who he wants to date. Like, or not date. It just is. It just is. It's just so long that we've been doing this. It feels like. Yeah, it's very old. It's, it's very. It's very like 2010. Exactly. It's like you know? okay. Are we just going to all publicly bully this guy? And then if he does come out, we'll just be like, see, we got you. Like, is that helpful to yeah, anybody? We don't need to do any of that. Just like wish him well and move on with your lives. I wish everyone well. I hope they produce great music. It's true. You I know. hope they do. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I won't go into it. But yes, <laughs> with Sean, it's also like, no matter if he's gay or straight, he's not going to date you anyways. So leave him alone. Oh yeah, he, <laughs> don't, he don't want you. He don't want you. Have you seen him? All right. He looks better than... All of us. It's very true. On our best day. And the last news is just for me. Sorry. Okay. You're forgiven, I guess. Um, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Uh, I, you know about Jen Shaw and how this is. She's So her first assistant who's on the show, and they've shown a lot of coming up to here, he was also charged with what she was charged with for, you know, fraud and, um, you know, d- defrauding elderly people. And he flipped recently. He is pleading guilty. Ooh. It seems like he must have a plea deal and oh. that he's going against Jen. Oh God! So she's like fully fucked. Oh, God. there's just no. I mean, I, I we'll see what happens, but I just I don't know that there's a way that she avoids this because it seems like they they're working with Stu. They are the only two people that are like at the top of this thing, and if he says he's guilty, there's no way for her not to be. Yeah, it's just a mess. How many? How like how long could a so sentence be? Thirty years was the max. I know. Oh God! It's bad. Oh it's bad. God! That's bad. It's bad. So uh, I haven't watched tonight's episode, but uh, you know, everyone, stay tuned. We'll see what happens. Matt Steele, is there any other news for idiots that I may have missed? I don't think you so. You don't think so? I think. Is it time for intermission? I think we're gonna take a quick intermission and be back with more to get Matt's we podcast. Sh- we should do outfit changes. You didn't bring another outfit. What if I did? And <laughs> what if it. I did? You did. What if I, I have like a quick change outfit, like in Diana? W- How she like quick change? That- Guys, if you haven't seen <laughs> Diana on Netflix, there is a moment with <laughs> the wedding dress. It's truly it icon- it's amazing. That wedding dress transition is unreal. We all screamed and watched it several <laughs> times. It was like, so. How great. did you do that? It's so cool. It's I mean, so yes, cool. It's basically a magic show at that moment. And oh, blown away! I loved it. Loved all right, it. we're gonna take a break. I'm sorry that intermission was so long for you, ladies and gentlemen. Someone's foot fell asleep. Yes, and, and it was someone was not sympathetic after I walked to the camera one-footedly. Well, look, every time I ask you on this podcast if there's anything I can do to help you, always well, we say no. I just so need- there was nothing I could do to help this time. I, I just, just assumed. needed some empathy. I needed you to be like, oh, Matt, that sucks. I did. I was like, oh, and in my head, I was like, that happens. I was like, that happens to me all the time, and. 
I get over it all the time. He will too. You didn't verbalize any of that, and you could have said, "Oh no, that sucks." Oh yeah, that's I mean, a bad. I just feeling. figured you knew. Like it's happened to you before. Your foot wow. has fallen asleep. This is what I mean. If you pay attention, you'll know that Matt Steele's not all chipper and nice. <laughs> this is exactly what I mean. Excuse me, I was still very chipper as I was not asking you how you were. <laughs> I was still sitting here with a smile on my face. All right. Do you have something to go to? I sure have things yes, to go to. Let's hear it. Uh, so we are on to email my heart. This is the section of the podcast where we answer any questions that you guys might have. You can be a part of email my heart if you email us at twogaymats at gmail.com to spell T-W-O or you could comment in this video if you're watching it on YouTube. Uh, so the first question comes to us from Grace. Hi, Grace. Grace says, it's not over until the fat lady sings. Dear Matt, I saw Tick, Tick, Boom, and it was amazing and beautiful. Such a love letter to musical theater, but also a great movie. I cannot spoil it for you, Matt S., but there is a moment you will die. And if you've already seen it, I assume you've died and come back to life. (laughs) You must make Matt Palmer watch it. Seeing it, of course, made me think of Rent, and that made me think of how I had recently seen a production of La Boheme, which I greatly enjoyed. It's only fairly recently as I've grown older and I've learned to appreciate opera thanks to seeing them in person with my opera buff mother. I grew up loving musicals, and believe it or not, it was my straight dad who was my partner in crime for that. My mom is not a big fan of musicals but loves opera, whereas dad is the opposite. She likes some of the classics, but I feel like the only musical from the past 40 years that she has really loved is the light in the piazza to get to the question what are the two game mats thoughts on slash experiences with opera i don't think you've ever mentioned it not even the iconic carmen a hip opera with beyonce well i most certainly had the carmen the hip opera dvd so no one worry <laughs> about that which featured um i believe a remix of survivor that featured debrat Mm. It was a great time. Debrat uh, loves opera as well. Exactly. Sure. I believe, who it was Mackay Pfeiffer in that? It was on MTV all of the time. Did you ever see that? I have never seen it. No. Really, it's really fun. It sounds crazy. <laughs> it's though. insane, no, and I, I loved it very much. My opera history is not long. I mean, we, we went on chorus trips internationally, so I feel like we went to a opera house and saw an opera in Italy. I believe maybe in Vienna. I don't remember. I mean, if there's but, a place to see opera, it's Italy. Exactly. So I think we or saw it. Uh, yes, I think we. We saw definitely an opera at some point. Well, you know, it wasn't in English. <laughs> and so that was tough. I feel like maybe I could read and follow along. I have no long history with it. I thought like, okay. <laughs> and then I have not revisited. So I love that you were so, you know, uh, shown about opera and musical theater from your parents, though. I love that they indoctrinated you into the arts, Grace. She's oh, absolutely. an artiste from birth. Good Grace for her. was raised right. She I was. Um, so I actually play the violin. I've played the violin since summer after second grade. Um, you so should play it for the people out there. They'd love to hear you play. They don't want to hear me I play. I want to hear you play. I, they'll be like, oh, that was fine. <laughs> they'll be like, oh, you need to rehearse a little more. Um, but uh, so I was very into classical music you know throughout you know middle school and high school I love mm. playing classical music I love you know listening to classical music I I do love opera a lot Amadeus is one of my favorite movies of all time oh. um, I mean that doesn't mean that I'm anyone's an opera fan just because they love Amadeus it's objectively <laughs> one of the greatest movies of all time um, but I while I do love opera I'm not like insanely knowledgeable about it mm. like you know I love I know like specifically you know the big Mozart operas and everything uh, specifically but um, I, I I would say I love it more so than know about it it's fair and I mean I honestly think like the two most difficult art forms on the planet are ballet and opera because mm. like you see those opera singers and you're just like it's serious Jesus it's like serious. this is 
hard, yeah. like what they are doing and everything and how they have to sound so consistent and everything and how if you're like the slightest bit off, like it's custom to just boo. It's custom <laughs> for the audience to just boo an opera singer. Like, like, it's like the Apollo. Oh my it's, God. Yes, exactly. It's the same thing. And so, um, so yeah, I, I do love opera very much. So I remember seeing the marriage of Figaro in high school. Mm. We went on a trip and, uh, it's funny. My, uh, music teacher, she, uh, we like, we're going as a choir, but like only like 10 kids could go or something. Mm. And so she was like, I'm going to be fair and like pick names out of a hat and everything. And my friend Eileen, who actually went to college for opera, you know, and is now a voice teacher and everything. She was just like, I don't understand. Like I am her one student that she's like ever have had like who wants to go into opera. Like why can't she just like pick me? Did she get to go? I don't think so. Oh, well. I know. <laughs> but you That's know, too bad. it's fine. You know, this doesn't have to be fair. It's true. So, so yeah. So the next question, hold on. Oh, oh, oh. I'm left-handed. So like I have to open my home button with my left hand because it has my thumbprint. Okay. All right. Now we're switching. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. Next question comes to us from Dada. Data? Uh, hello. Dada. Hello. Hello. Uh, subject line is tick, tick, boom. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Matt Steele and Matt Palmer. I hope you are both having a lovely evening. I just wanted to say that I love your videos and podcast. Thank you both for providing us with funny and enjoyable things to watch and listen to. Oh, that's so nice. I appreciate it more than you know. I'm ready you guys while I watch your Adele 30 reaction. I've already listened to the album, so watching you guys listen for the first time is so fun. Anyways, on to my question. Yesterday, I watched Tick, Tick, Boom, and I really liked it. Have either of you watched it? What did you think? Matt Steele, if Stephen Sondheim were to come to a preview slash premiere of a play slash movie slash TV show that you wrote, how would you react and what would you do? <laughs> Anyways, yeah, thank you so much. Hey, she sent another email, a follow-up. Hey, sorry, I forgot to mention this is so, I forgot to mention this, so hopefully you guys see this, but Jasmine Sullivan's singing Come oh. to Your Senses during the end credits was so lovely. Mm. If Stephen Sondheim... <laughs> oh gosh, here we go. ...were to look at me mm. let alone like at see like something that i created i i wouldn't know how i would feel because i would immediately run out of the room <laughs> so i would just be like i can't handle this and just not experience it wow. <laughs> like I, I i would be too horrified and nervous right um i i i'm not a thrower upper haven't thrown up in over a decade but i think if i were to ever throw up that would be the scenario of something that's, that's when not you food do poisoning it. related that's when i would do it that makes sense i yeah. get that yeah that would just be wild so what, what about if steven sondheim heard heard uh, uh uh the good parts available now, now available now um that'd be cool yeah he did he did cats <laughs> is that wrong is that right uh or is that Angela Weber, <laughs> you seem upset. I feel like I've upset you. <laughs> Which ones did he do? <laughs> he did um, Sunny and the Park with George. Oh, right. He did Sweeney. Remember, I made you watch Sunny and the Park with George? Yeah. Sweeney Todd, remember you saw me in a production of Sweeney Todd? Yes. Into the Woods. Remember, you were in Into I the did. Woods was. once upon yeah, a yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Into the Woods Junior. But uh, <laughs> Company, still in remember, I made you listen yeah, to Company. Yeah, Company was great. Uh, yeah, you, yeah. Li- you like Sondheim. I liked company you like sondheim sunday in the park with george is not for me you it will be for you for me darling not for me bitch 
give it time. I've I watched it. La- I gave it all five hours it took to watch. Lots of people see Sunday and they're just like, I don't know. And then years later, they're just like, wait. Just I'm, wait, well, darling. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm more forgetting than waiting, but sure. <laughs> so, cats. Oh, I, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you seemed upset about that. I mean, y'all know I'm a cat stan. Yeah, I, that's I what love, I'm saying. I love Sir Andrew, but like, girl, get it together. Okay. <laughs> Do you have more to say about Tick, Tick, Boom then, I assume? Well, yes, we're going on to the next Yes, section. we are. I assumed we were. I mean, I... I told all of you guys that this would be my giving me moments of this week. Yeah. And then I went into the theater and I was just like, oh, no, what if I don't like it? And I have nothing to talk about yeah. for giving me moments. And I disappoint everyone. Well, don't worry, ladies and gentlemen, you won't be disappointed <laughs> because not only is Tick, Tick, Boom my favorite movie of the year, uh-huh. it might be like my favorite stage to screen movie musical adaptation like since Chicago. Wow. Uh, uh, <laughs> it is so phenomenal. It, it, for those of you who don't know, Tick, Tick, Boom, it was... Um, so there's Jonathan Larson who wrote Rent, went on to become a giant phenomenon, uh, won the Pulitzer Prize, but Jonathan Larson unfortunately passed away the day previews were supposed to start off-Broadway for Rent. Um, and so... <laughs> So in like 1990, he wrote a one man show where it's him at the piano called Tick, Tick, Boom. And it's about, you know, his struggles as an artist, you know, when he turned 30 and everything. And then, you know, it was just in a tiny, tiny theater, just him at a piano and everything. Nobody saw it. And, you know, went through like had a couple more like mountings in tiny, tiny off Broadway shows. No one saw it. Few people saw it. Then Rent happened. Obviously, he moved mountains with that and everything. Mm. So they revived Tick, Tick, Boom in like 2000, 2001 with Raul Esparza. Um, the guy who wrote Proof, David Auburn, I believe his name mm. is. Um, he uh, retooled like a book. So like it's a three person show and there's like more of a narrative and everything as opposed to just, you know, a guy, his piano. And so Lin-Manuel Miranda uh, directed this feature film version, which somehow incorporates like all incarnations of Tick, Tick, Boom. Wow. Just the way the narrative is done where, spoiler alert for those of you who don't want to be spoiled, um, but he is essentially narrating his story as he is essentially at his original production of Tick, Tick, Boom in the theater with like his two background singers and his band telling his story as the narrative movie is playing around him. The way they tie all of that together is just so brilliant. The sheer enthusiasm and the sheer heart that this movie has is out of this world. I mean, I've always said Lin-Manuel Miranda can get you excited about a cardboard box. Like (laughs) the, the man is just so infectious and everything. And his admiration for Jonathan Larson just comes through so much in this film. And obviously I totally forgot Jennifer Tepper, um, was a main producer on it. She's like a Broadway historian and Mm. producer and everything. And she, I, her enthusiasm for musical theater is just also as infectious. And so it's like, of course she produced this because <laughs> it, you can, you can just feel that like these were musical theater fans making the movie that they wanted to make mm-hmm. a musical theater, musical theater fans making a movie for musical theater fans that of course everyone else could enjoy. So often in movie musicals now, producers feel like they have to water things down or alter some things to, you know, make it 
easy to swallow. I'm using quotes right now for those of you who can't see for the general public who may not love musicals that much. And that's always the wrong thing to do. And this movie totally did not do that. Wow. It was what it was. And it was so fantastic. It's, wow. if, I, I, Andrew Garfield's performance is so excellent. It's his best performance wow. that he's ever done. And he was, I said that about Eyes of Tammy Faye just this year. <laughs> and he like topped himself in a year. How can he do that? Mm. Robin Jesus is so great. The whole cast, honestly, is so great. The cameos, everyone's talking about the cameos, are just so much, it's just so much fun. But you don't like need to love musical theater to still enjoy this movie. It's about a guy who, it, it's basically Jonathan Larson's Sunday in the Park with George, <laughs> mm. where it's just a guy struggling as an artist, figuring out, should I be doing this or should I be moving on to something else? And just, you know, as an artist as of a certain age myself, <laughs> I can certainly relate. Mm. And, and I mean, Jonathan Larson, his, his legacy is just so amazing. I mean, he, he has essentially created that, that mix of like rock and musical theater that became so prevalent in the nineties in like the 1990s and early 2000s song cycles, like the Jason Robert Browns of the world were inspired by the Jonathan Larson's of the world, you know, like, and, and just the atmosphere of the movie just hit so close to home for me. Just, it was felt so real and how musicals are workshopped. I was just back in New York mm. in the musical theater scene and, and it just felt so real and genuine and, I can't say enough amazing words about it. It's so, so fantastic. The numbers, the mm. numbers, uh, the number therapy was so Bob Fosse cabaret. The way that was done was so smart. Ah, ah, I could be here forever. Well, I have to say that I completely agree with you. Ah! Watched it already. I did watch it. You slut! I, oh my god! <laughs> I'm so happy you watched it already I without watched. me having to make you. I know. I mean, there was a lot of talk. There was a lot of emails coming in, and you know, we've already watched Diana that morning. So I was like, we're in a musical theater place. Oh yes, it's Broadway time. Saturday was a Broadway day. Saturday was a Broadway day, and I must say, as someone who, you know, I think is well documented as not a rent stand, <laughs> this was lovely. Right. It was so beautifully performed, beautifully. The songs are gorgeous mm. and impactful. The storytelling is truly unbelievable. Yes. How they jump back and forth from his workshop to like the actual narrative. And it's never confusing. No. It so easily could have been confusing. Yes. I thought the like moments where it became surreal were so subtly mixed in and like always very earned. Like it was like it kind of highlighted no shade to In the Heights. It kind of highlighted the problems of In the Heights of like Everything became surreal, and so then nothing really... Ma but, like, when things became surreal here, it was like, oh, this yeah. is a moment. It wasn't just, like, surrealism and musical number for the sake of yes. having big splashiness. Yes. It's like everything was so earned. And he was Andrew Garfield. I know. Unbelievable. I know. Like, I had, I had no idea. This was the role he was born to play. I, I, like... Just, is he getting Oscar buzz for this? Of course he okay, is. Good. Oh, like he I was. I truly... mean, no one is beating Will Smith this year, but uh -oh. but like just when he when he gets a nomination, it will be so earned. Wow. Yeah, it's. I, I think it might be the fav my favorite movie musical I've ever seen. 
Oh. I mean, maybe second to last five years. Okay. Last five oh, years. We do love last five years. We love last here. five years here at Two Game Maps. And I, you know, know the show so well and it's just a part of me. Mm-hmm. But I will be re-listening to Tick, Tick, Boom. Mm. I will be watching it again at some point in my life. And that Jasmine Sullivan cover. Oh, yes. Unbelievable. Yes. And also, like, it's just like, Vanessa Hudgens, who knew that this is what was going to happen? I knew. <laughs> I did not because you saw those early high school musicals. Like, and I was like, this, she's great. I was like, this girl cannot sing. I, she, lo- I think she always had a great voice. She sounds much better now. Oh, I mean, she, <laughs> she she's clearly like matured yes. in her, you know, singing and yes. everything. Like, oh, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Wonderful like, performance. I, 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 the thing with like Rent and Jonathan Larson was like, just the the heart that is in it is just so palpable mm-hmm. and you know rent especially is rent because he you know passed away b- before like previews could even start you know it's it's very much seen as an unfinished uh work and everything mm-hmm. and and that's his whole mantra of just like time is ticking down mm. you know for everyone and no day but today and and it's crazy that that was his whole theme and I he, know and then he passed away so suddenly from an aortic aneurysm it's it's just what so happens wild. I mean this is just me asking questions now but what happened to his friend Michael in oh. real life do we know oh I don't know I'm not sure okay yeah I, I wondered that yeah wait what was your favorite number I mean I need to go back in and watch it but I mean the one with the cameos at the moon dance uh, was really cool. <laughs> I just was Wait, really. Was Matt Palmer's I favorite really, number the parody of Sunday in the Park with John? I mean, it was, and I saw him watching and I was like, ugh, turn that bitch off. That shit sucks. Wow. <laughs> that shit sucks. I mean, ugh, and also. Turn I, this off because you are canceled. <laughs> I like the song, uh, the, the song that, um, you know, the, the his girlfriend sang with Vanessa Hudgens and the going back and forth there. Oh, that, my God. That's a great song. Fantastic. That was so cabaret. That was, uh, I mean, just, uh, uh. It was thrilling. And the, the way it's a, like an argument scene in one part, but then like a comedic song. Yeah. And in the show, the stage show, it's it's different. Like mm. it's kind of just a full comedic scene. Yeah. Um, but the way it was edited here and the what Lin-Manuel Miranda did to it here. Yeah. There was no one else who could have directed this it's movie like, except for Lin-Manuel Miranda. Is there anything Lin-Manuel Miranda can't do? No. I mean, clearly <laughs> the answer is no, because like, how is this your directorial debut? I know. It is so smartly and cleverly and like meticulously directed because just the, the way the narrative is done is so there's such a clear distinct yes. vision to it it and and then at the end when you realize oh this theater that he's been in this whole time narrating it is his production of tick tick boom the movie we are watching yes. now just chills I, I i have no idea what else to say other than everyone you should watch watch it, it. even if again i'm not matt Steele when it comes to musical theater I did not like Sunday the Park with George, as we know. Yes. It is incredible. Yes. Tick, Tick, Boom was that. Yeah. Wonderful. And I knew it. When that trailer first came out, I was like, I'm excited. <laughs> I am excited. Oh, and I loved, I loved the apartment song, too, when he moved up. <laughs> I was like, yes, that's what I did, would do and did. <laughs> oh, yeah. You would just be like, oh, no, I'm not living I'm in this not- shitty, like, Could alphabet city nonsense. No. I'm going to live in this high rise Hello. with a ballet. I, like, I get it. I get it. <laughs> Thrilling. Uh, the only other thing I want to say for giving me moments is that Love Life season two is an absolute treasure. Uh, that's the one with William Jackson Harper, who played Cheaty on The Good Place. Uh, it also has uh, Jessica Williams as one of the main love interests. It just is a joy to watch. I love the first season with Anna Kendrick. I think this season is better. I think it is more satisfying in the end. I feel like you really care about this character in a very specific and wonderful way. It feels very real, but also very like nice. It's It, it just feels good to see positive images of 
you know, black people in this way. And I just, I, I cannot recommend Love Live season two. I, I just, I, every character is amazing, but Jessica Williams is unbelievable. Who's Jessica Williams? She was a, uh, com- like, she was a daily show commentator who, like, spun off and became her own thing. There was talk of her being the host of The Daily Show. Oh. And I guess she's just, like, a full-fledged actress because she was acting her face off in this series. Okay, ma'am. Good like, for she's her. Great. She's incredible. She's gorgeous, too, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> but I would recommend HBO Max season two. Also, I've watched a few episodes of Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip where it's just like basically all a bunch of housewives together, like Ramona, Luann, Kenya, Cynthia, Melissa Gorga, Teresa Judice, uh, Kyle from Beverly Hills. And it's ridiculous and it makes no sense that they're together. I love it. That sounds like, <laughs> a, it sounds like a wreck. It's a wreck and it's wonderful. We love a wreck. I, I, I can't recommend it enough. It's worth the $4.99 for Peacock. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think that's that's it for me. Is there anything else you want to say to the people before we say goodbye? I believe that is it for me as well. I'm so thankful to all of you. Yes. Please pray that I don't have to cook anything. <laughs> uh, last year, we went to Big Bear. With, I had to make Brussels sprouts, and they were really good. So wh- that's the thing. I feel like you've made other things that end up being good. I know. When I, co- so when I cook, I'm really good at it because I hate it. I, I hate Man. cooking. I could. I love cleaning. You you would see me clean that ceiling fan. You do. You would clean that ceiling fan more often than I need it. <laughs> <laughs> I love cleaning. Cooking is not huh. for me. All right. Just not. For well, me. everyone has their thing. So, thank you guys so much for watching and listening. And we'll be back next week with more Two Game Mats, the podcast. Bye. Bye. Bye.